0: Coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, in the beautiful Appleby Business Center studios. It's time for Northwest Arkansas Business Radio with Adam Robison. Well, good afternoon, Northwest Arkansas. My name is Adam Robison, and you have landed on another episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. Today, we are uh, truly honored to have the guests in our studio that we have two powerhouses from Flat Branch Home Loans. This is Conrad Eberhardt and Carol Shattuck. Uh, Conrad Carroll, welcome to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, Conrad, why don't you just go ahead and say hi and tell the audience about yourself.
1: Hey, hey. So yeah, Conrad Ebelhardt here. Um, gosh, I've been a mortgage lender about 23 years. I've lived here in Northwest Arkansas. Oh my gosh. Another 16, 17 years. Oh wow. Went to, uh, went to U of A, graduated, moved to Little Rock. Uh, all my buddies moved there with me. Nothing really changed. And they came back to Northwest Arkansas. Um, and within the, the two-year time period that I came back, everything had changed in Northwest Arkansas.
0: I bet. So... Um, Great to be back. I bet I've only lived here for about four years myself, and the change just uh, around town—it it just seems to be one of those ever-evolving communities. It stop, yeah. and if you don't get out of your office like me, yeah. you'll drive down the road, and you're like, oh my God, there's another building. Yeah, it, so- it's incredible. <laughs> Carol, how about you? How, talk about your experience in the Northwest Arkansas area.
2: So I have been here in Northwest Arkansas for 47 years. So I'm a little bit a longer period of time, <laughs> maybe seen a little more change, um, but it's uh, relatively the same as far as the home. I mean, everyone here in Northwest Arkansas is just genuine people. And um, it's just a joy to be a part of this
0: community. Boy, it sure is, it sure is. So let's jump right into the meat of this because uh, we wanna make sure we get as much out of this time as we can, as we uh, really just begin to dig into Flat Branch home loans. Uh, Go ahead and share the story of how you both entered into the mortgage lending industry and eventually found yourself at Flat Branch. Carol?
2: Okay, well, I'll get started. So um, my career started out in banking, Uh, was at a small uh, branch here in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, was just a teller, got into management. Then I uh, got found by a loan officer that said, hey, I think you'd be good at doing loans. And so I gave it a shot. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun to help people get into their home, whether it be their first, second or hundredth. Um, And it was uh, very rewarding. Uh, So I was in that for a while. Um, I Had some children, raised them for a few years, decided they were probably all right to go on their own. I got back into the workforce um, and was in mortgage lending, um, had my own company for about four years until the crash. Um, And then that was kind of a step back and kind of a wake up call for me. And so I got out of it for just a few years, um, got back into banking. Uh, got into title for about six years. So a little, little well-rounded as far as like knowing the ins and outs of a home buying process. So I've got several hats that I've worn. And then luckily I found Conrad about three years ago.
0: All right, man, that's yeah. a heck of an introduction, <laughs> Conrad. I, I, I can't top that.
1: <laughs> um, so let's see, again, I've been doing this 23 years. I kind of felt backwards in the mortgage. Um, I got out of college, I got my securities license and tried to become a financial advisor Did that for one year, and it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved over to a bank and just as a personal banker, uh, just as a stepping stone. And from there, uh, really found out that I, I like loans. I like doing loans, like being able to say, this is what was going to happen and to be able to close on a certain day and had a lot of uh, definitive answers for that. And so, uh, during my career as a, well, started as a personal banker. Um, I was interviewing to go into management at the same time I was interviewing to take over in Edward Jones' office in Bryan, Arkansas, The guy was retiring. Mm. Um, and so one of the questions that our district manager asked me at the bank was what my personal goals were. And I shared them with her. When when she asked me that, she said that uh, I wouldn't be able to obtain those goals and going into that position. And kind of it took me da- back for a moment and I said, well, what's the point of moving forward? And she said, well, you could probably obtain those goals at mortgage. And I said, I tried. The manager won't hire me. Um, I've been to his office and it just, he won't do it. And it's just, well, he has left and he went to another lending institution. He's taken his entire office. And so I got that warm body option and I <laughs> ju- jumped into mortgage, did well, uh, was rookie of the year
0: and, uh, took off from there. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. So how did you two guys come to meet? Did you just find yourself doing business in the same place? Well,
2: I'd like to talk about that. <laughs> All, right. All right. You go. So as, uh, when I was in the banking part, uh, Conrad was on the mortgage side of the same bank. Um, and uh, we ended up working together on a few deals. Um, and so we got to know each other's personalities. I got to see how he structured loans. I helped him do a second. That was a big deal back then. He mm-hmm. would do the first, I would do the second on the banking side. And we just would make those deals happen for our clients. Um, um, and working with him was very easy. He was very knowledgeable, knew exactly what needed to be done, helped us on the banking side. And then um, when I left the bank and went into title, I was able to be a closer for Conrad's deals. And so um, I will tell you from a closer perspective, um, I've shared this with many people, um, Conrad was probably one of the only lenders in Northwest Arkansas where all of their clients, his clients came to the table and knew exactly what was going on with their loan. Had no questions for me when it came to the closing table. Um, Never was misunderstood. And they knew exactly what they were signing. It was just a very good experience. We got our documents good. I mean, we got funding well. So from a title perspective, um, Conrad really, you know, was the cake. I mean, he really was his whole process of lending really worked well and I didn't have problems as a closer. So when the opportunity came um, and was we had a conversation about maybe me getting back into mortgage industry. Um, he was asked talking to me about it, I was, I jumped right on it because I knew exactly what I was getting into. He was he was really rehearsed in all of the mortgage lending and was very impressionable how he got his loans closed.
1: I think it was the right timing at that point. We were, <laughs> I remember when you left to go to title, we were so sad to see you go. And we didn't want you to go. And then but you know everything comes back. And so it was perfect.
0: And it, it, it's amazing how everything works out the way it's supposed to right. in the end. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So why flat branch? Okay. Cause you guys used to work at different places and now you've landed underneath the same umbrella and Carol's on your team, as I understand it. Right. And so how did flat branch begin to work its way into the equation? So with, with flat branch, what we, what our biggest draw uh, to them was
1: just the way they would allow us to run our business. So with Flat Branch, they allow us to kind of grow our own business without having to own it. Um, They give us all the support that we need. um, Everything from the investors to pricing to underwriting Um, it's all in house, but I can choose to grow my team as I see fit. Mm. And so I really enjoyed that aspect of uh,
0: FlatBranch. Sure, me? sure. Okay. Uh, now, one of the things you mentioned about uh, a perk of FlatBranch is that uh, you get to be an independent mortgage broker. and You said that provides you a little bit more flexibility. Correct. Um, why don't you speak to that flexibility and how it allows you to serve your customers just a little bit more completely? Yeah. So, you know, when we're
1: uh, looking at an application and we're talking about interest rates, we get to look at, you know, a handful of different companies in terms of their rates. Um, and we're always trying to figure out which company is going to it's the lowest rate that we can give down to our client but on top of that um, it's it's their overlay so Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac they govern the mortgage industry in terms of their guidelines Mm -hmm. so any secondary market loans that are originated have to go under Fannie and Freddie Mac's guidelines for the most part Um, what happens is with Fannie and Freddie, they set these guidelines and a lot of lending institutions will place overlays on top of them, mm-hmm. meaning that extra an extra set of guidelines that the bar has to qualify for in order to get that loan. So a lot of banks have these uh, overlays that just make it a little bit more tougher to get a loan sometimes, whereas flat branch, those overlays, there, there's barely any, if any, at all. And so it allows us to be able to say yes more often to people uh, when they're applying for a home loan.
0: Yeah. Okay. Carol, maybe you could speak to this next question. How how does Flat Branch really work to develop its team members and make sure that the the team members that are brought on are equipped to do the job they're supposed to do?
2: Well, um, I'm going to speak about our team specifically. So as Conrad was saying, you know, they really, a flat branch allows us to, you know, kind of handpick who we want to be a part of our team. And um, we've been fortunate enough to um, be able to get very key personnel. So we have on our uh, individual team, we have a uh, our loan assistant. Um, she has a, she's a director of communications um, with our clients. So when we are originating the loan as a loan officer, um, once we get that loan, uh, going where the borrower's good and confirmed they're moving forward. We we pass the ball over to her. Um, She comes from a background of underwriting. Mm -hmm. So she gives it a look over as an underwriter could and, uh, you know, looking for things that uh, may or may not need to even be, you know, part of the transaction. And so she's able to look at that um, and then address any situations that could potentially occur. And then we also have Sean, uh, who's on our team. He's processing and he also comes from a title background. So um, he has some real extensive knowledge as well in the industry as a whole. So we are the right, the way um, Flat Ranch has allowed us to develop our individual team. That's hmm. what is really just kind of the one of the key points of this this whole environment. That's it really, really cool. makes our loans go smoothly. That's
0: really cool. Well, all you've got to do is watch the news at night and you see that the mortgage industry, without a doubt, has its ups and its downs with interest rates rising and falling. And well, hopefully they'll fall again one day, right? <laughs> um, in your experience, Conrad, what have been some key challenges that that mortgage lenders have had to deal with just, just since you've been involved?
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, I've been through so many ups and downs, you know, 2008 was, it was pretty rough. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny at that point in time, um, there were so many houses being foreclosed and short sales going on. There was a supply of just listings. If you were making an offer on a house and you had a, you had to sell your home. So you're making your offer contingent upon the sell your home. You weren't getting that offer accepted because that seller that you were making the offer on did not probably believe that you were going to be able to sell your home in time. And that was just a fact. Mm. Now it's completely flip flop. Yeah. So now it's it's a buyer's market and there's not enough listings on the house in the market so if you make your offer as contingent upon the seller home even though your chances are you're going to get that house sold they probably won't take it because they're going to still want to be able to close without any contingencies and so sense. it's funny so totally two do, totally different markets same issues um you know other issues outside of just just inventory in general just you know rates you know people get sticker shocked and they worry about rates a lot and um, that you know that'll that'll shut the faucet off for about a week or two mm-hmm. and then people get comfortable and the mm-hmm. faucet turns back on and then it's everyone wants to buy a house. All the same day.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Well, just to just to have your your thumb on the pulse of the market that way, and sense those changes. That sounds uh, that sounds pretty wild. So, uh, what about a success story from Flat Branch Home Loans, or an example of how you guys have helped a client achieve their mortgage goals? Can either one of you speak to that?
1: Yeah. So um, our very first loan that we closed as soon as we came over to Flat Branch was a VA loan, and you know when I, when I mentioned about not having overlays. So typically with VA, um, they, the way the rules work is you, they don't really have a back-end debt-to-income ratio. And what that means is that your total debts plus your house payment divided by your gross monthly income, um, there's not a debt-to-income ratio that, that they really look at. What they look at and pay the most attention to is what is called residual income. And that's when they take their gross income minus uh, federal tax, state tax, FICA, um, Medicare, your debts, and then housing expense. And they mm-hmm. want, depending on how big a household you have, whether it's one person, two person, four person, whatnot, they want you to have so much money left over. And if you have that amount of money left over plus 20%, then you are granted these exceptions that allow people to get into a loan, a home using the VA loan. So the loan that we closed, I think the person had like a 58 or 59% uh, back in debt to income ratio, but because of their residual income, they had enough money left over. VA granted that loan where in our case, and uh, if uh, a previous place, we wouldn't have been able to do that because they had a 50% debt-to-income ratio. Count. Overlay. Mm,
0: okay. Wow. I, I I am learning so much about loan mortgages here. It's, it's very interesting. Um, I'm following most of it, but I promise you I'm probably going to re-listen to this episode just because yeah, you sure. guys are really smart. So, um, Carol, how about customer satisfaction? How does Flat Branch ensure that clients are receiving the best mortgage service for their needs.
2: So um, first of all, uh, flat branch, um, most, a lot of the times they're servicing their own mortgages. So they're, okay. just, they're a lot of the times we're hanging onto those. Um, but as far as the loan process, so when a client comes in to get pre-qualified, they're gonna deal with me or Conrad, and um, they're gonna talk with us. We're not gonna just move them on and them not know what's going to happen next. We give them a plan, we give them strategic items that they should be expecting, mm-hmm. and we introduce them to our team. Oh. And so they're going to know and be expecting that kind of service from our team that they've received from us. We always are open for them to call us, obviously, throughout the entire process. But we, the reason, you know, I think we stand out is that they're not going to be surprised at who they are, if they need to reach out to somebody that they can't get a hold of us, they're going to know a couple other people that they can reach out to and get their questions answered. So someone's always available to them. And that doesn't stop after we close. That Mm. doesn't stop when the file is completed. That happens even afterwards. So if they have questions on, you know, their taxes may have raised and so their payment may have gone up and they don't understand what happened, we can help explain that to them. They can call us back and we want them to call us back. So we're just really there for the client from the beginning and then really never. And then even
0: after the sale too. (laughs)
2: After the sale. Okay,
0: well now that that was something I didn't experience with the person that I bought my house from when I moved <laughs> to Northwest Arkansas. It seemed like once the closing was done and the checks were written, I was very diff- It was very difficult to get a hold of yeah. uh, uh, anyone. Yeah, it it's seemed like it's we clients
2: definitely, for life. Yeah, yeah, it is clients
0: for it, life. And she loves it when I go out of town because then I forward my emails. Uh, and
1: she's like Conrad, you get. The craziest questions. <laughs> and so every time I go out of like, hey, by the way, my email's 14. Like, oh, nice. Like, nice. I love it.
0: I get yeah.
2: 500 more emails a day. Yeah,
0: so it's congratulations <laughs> to Carol, right? Yeah, absolutely. I
2: reciprocate pretty well. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, well
0: that's all right. That's all right. So, we've already referred a couple of times to the evolving landscape when it comes to mortgage lending. How has FlatBranch had to adapt to some of those wild changing times, specifically the COVID-19 pandemic? How how did you guys just continue to work and, and trust that uh, you were going to be able to satisfy customers' needs and provide mortgage solutions? You
1: know, I think that actually comes down to the individual loan officer, you know, especially talking about like through COVID. COVID was tough. So yeah. I remember... Uh, it was on a Saturday or Sunday when we, when the rates actually dropped and I got a, a text from a client saying, Hey, we just locked in this rate with you last week and rates apparently are dropping. I was like, what's he talking about? I'm, I was fishing with my son. Oh, wow! So, and so when I got home, I started reading the news. I was like, Oh my God. And immediately from there, our, our days changed. We went from like 10, 12 hour days to 12, 15 hour days. Um, and all, honestly, it, it was just take care of the client. Every time they call, take care of the client, take care of the client, take care of the client. Um, and we did that for, Two years, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it, and, it, and it, it it it'll beat some, it'll beat people up. But, yeah. Um, but
2: I think we gained a lot out of that, as far oh as gosh. like the the trust with mm-hmm. the community. Because yeah. you, even though there were so many people who were trying to refinance, even though there were so many files that were happening, each individual, I really believe, felt like they were the number one client. They were the most important mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. When you're on that call with you, them, you're talking to them.
1: You learn how to become very very efficient too. Mm-hmm. So we put processes in place that allowed us to be more efficient. And it could be as simple as, instead of using your out-of-office as an out-of-office, use your out-of-office as, hey, I got your email. Go to my website if you want to complete a loan application, and <laughs> we'll jump on it fashion. And we would. So as soon as applications came in, we were immediately jumping into them as fast as we were doing. I mean, anywhere from... You know, nine yep. to twelve applications a day. It was crazy. Wow! And then you're trying to take care of them all at the same time. So
0: that's awesome. Wow! Sounds like you guys were a little busy <laughs> it was a little uh, during that time, yeah. right? But what I love is is we're continuing with the theme of serving customers where they're at, and what they need, and and you guys clearly responded to that. Um, let's go ahead and uh, talk about because of, of all of the, the changes in the real estate market we, we constantly have emerging trends and, and we have uh, different practices that are born out of those trends um, what uh, how, well how do you stay updated on those things how do you stay plugged into the newest things in mortgage
1: lending um so you know, we follow there's a couple of sites one of them's mbs live and other ones mbs highway they're kind of competitors of each other but um they allow us to watch the bond market so the bond market controls mortgage rates so we get to watch charge bond markets we get to see um, the data that's coming in so every day so what people don't realize is most every day about about seven o'clock seven thirty, there's data getting dropped into the bond market and it could be unemployment rates it could be jobless claims it could be um The Federal Reserve, which is going to meet like I think, 26 or something and talk about raising the federal funds rate. Uh, We we pay attention to a lot of that. So we get an idea on the trend in the market and what's happening. So we're better able to advise clients, you know, potentially what rates may or may not do and and be able to talk knowledge, knowledgeable about it and being more of an advisor. Um, You know, Flat Branch does a really good job, too, of. Uh, creating products or finding new products and then getting into this as soon as possible so that we can present those to clients. So if a new product comes out that could potentially help someone get into the home, we're able to get that and they're able to move really fast in terms of finding an investor, getting the product turned on getting us the guidelines and having it set up in our system that can happen pretty quickly wow. um, as long as it's a benefit to the client. Okay,
2: and That's kind of like, um, you know, somebody likened it to like, uh, you know, flat branch, uh, maybe like a small boat versus a big, uh, huge craft, aircraft Mm -hmm. boat, you know, that craft is going to take a little bit longer to make a turn, even if it's a good turn. Um, Whereas Flight Ranch is pretty nimble. I mean, they can make an adjustment pretty quickly. And and, I mean, the thing about them is, I mean, we have, uh, you know, open lines, right? direct to the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can express the things that we're seeing in our market, which would help our market. Yeah. And it's been a real bit benefit.
0: Okay, great. Well, I mean, I think that anybody who is breathing today in 2000, uh, what are we, 23, uh, <laughs> knows that we're living in a most peculiar time after this pandemic and our economy is is doing what it can to get going. But, but there are some challenges in that way too. Um, Carol, a few weeks ago, I saw you give a, a little presentation on advice that you were giving to New buyers uh, and and. I believe Conrad referred to it as the cost of waiting. Can you go ahead and maybe the both of you go into that? Tell me a little bit more about what you were referring to because I thought it was pretty interesting.
2: Yeah. So it it, more or less, it's an explanation to borrowers who are a little bit on the fence about our market and what to do because we get a lot of uh, times from borrowers, you know, I'm just not sure. Maybe I should wait and let the rates come back down. Maybe, you know, maybe this isn't the right home or, you know, maybe I don't really know if this is good for me and, so um, Conrad, uh, we were able to get some information. I'm actually going to let Conrad expound on it um, because he has the notes. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, we were crunching some numbers the other week. And so what we found out is just through some research, like if you look at Washington County, so Washington County and Benton County are very similar in these numbers, but we're just using Washington County's numbers. So that over the past five years, houses have appreciated about 8.83% per year. And then over the next 12 months, they're expected to appreciate 1.75%. And I personally think that that'll actually be a little bit higher if rates come back down to about a five and a half percent rate, which is another story we can go over. Mm-hmm. But if you take the average, um, I guess, sell, sales price for Washington County, which is right around three hundred twenty-five thousand uh, dollars, and you put five percent down, which is sixteen thousand two fifty, if that a house appreciates one point seven five percent, that equates to fifty-seven hundred dollars in appreciation, which doesn't sound like a lot, mm-hmm. but if you're thinking in terms of The best use of your money. If you put sixteen thousand two hundred fifty dollars into an investment and you get fifty seven hundred dollars back, that's a thirty five percent return on your money. Wow! So there's a book, and I cannot remember the name of the book, but I read this book years ago, and that's how they did investing. They said they looked at it as rates of return on the money that you put into the house. So it struck me. So then you think about it. Okay, I get a thirty five percent return. You know, what if rates do go down? Well, you win. You can refinance, and that return goes up. If the value goes up, the house appreciates more. You win. But what happens if the value goes down? And so and that, that could very well possibly happen. It happened in 2007, 2008. And it happened to me. And I'll just kind of share this story with you. So the mar- markets are always cyclical. <laughs> Everything comes back around, right? So 2007, I think I bought this house, paid $121 a square foot. A lot of my buddies said, man, you're paying way too much for that house. I really didn't care. So I bought it. The market did its thing. I probably lost over the, the next two to three years during all those foreclosures, I lost about $100,000 in value. I would not sell the house because there's no point in me taking that bath or realizing that, that loss. I was fine with the payment. The house was great, lived in it. I probably was there 10 years before we moved out. We moved out, bought a new house, kept that house and rented it out because at that point in time, the market was coming back. I just wasn't ready to sell it. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. And then it's, I went from being underwater, 100,000 to even, to I sold it and made $100,000 profit. Hmm. All because, and I didn't change anything, I didn't let the market tell me what to do. I did. I kept moving forward. The market came back and then I sold it for a profit. So, so
2: yeah, more yeah. or less boils down to when we we're talking to the client, you know, if you love the home, if you can afford the payment and we get you there and and you're good with that, you're not going to make a bad decision by investing in mm. yourself. You're not going to make a bad decision by investing in real estate. Yeah. It's a good decision to make, especially in the market. We're a little bit, um, I guess, I I we're very fortunate that's yeah. what I would say in this market specifically because we are a little protected with some of the environments around us with our larger companies and keeping people moving in What are the, what's the statistics like 35 30, people yeah, 35 people days, a day coming in to um, the northwest Arkansas area so we are I
0: thought I 49 was <laughs> crowded this morning my word <laughs> yeah for sure but yeah. I'm just
2: saying so it's you know the numbers speak for themselves and a lot of times just showing that information to clients can help them make that decision you know help them get off the fence, because when you don't deal with this every day, it is at the unknown. You're yeah. You're not sure you're not, you've not been down this road before. And, you know, hopefully we can help um, educate them.
1: And, and for those who rent, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're renting a home, you're really paying hundred percent interest. You are. You're throwing it all away. And there's programs out there for most that will allow you to get into a home, even if you don't have a down payment. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we, we really encourage, so we'll, we get these questions like, Hey, uh, you know, I'll get a referral partner who will say, Hey, I've got this client. Who wants to buy a house, but they're really intimidated. They don't want to be told no. I was like, well, we don't want to tell them no either. Right. <laughs> but, if, but if we have to say no now, we want to try to f- say yes later. So let us draw your roadmap and let's figure out how to get you there,
0: whether it's six months, a year, or two years from now. We can figure that out for you. Mm, that's awesome. I can remember one time, probably 20 years ago, I went into a bank to talk about uh, getting a mortgage. And honestly, my, my, credit was a mess at that time. I wasn't really sure where I stood other than no was probably imminent. But I can remember being made to feel less than because I didn't go in with the plan. I didn't go in with an idea of where my finances were. Sounds like if people come in and talk to you, even if you can't say, Yes. Right now. You're at least going to help them get prepared or set on a path where you can one day. Absolutely. absolutely. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. So as mortgage lenders, you both walked in big smiles on your face. Great energy through this whole conversation. Uh, what do you enjoy the most about working with Flat Branch and uh, the agents, you, the agents at Flat Branch, other professionals what what really just just gets you out of bed in the morning and makes you excited about serving the people you serve?
2: I'll go ahead and start. Yeah. Um, I I really obviously Flat Branch Company as a whole. Um, I just really feel a part of the community. Mm. I don't feel like I'm separated out on an island. I feel like you know there's really not a dumb question. There's probably a lot smarter people out there than me, and I can you know that can help if there's a situation that arises. I'm not uh, afraid to go ask. Um, whereas I'm not sure that that's always been the case, um, you know, and so that's a that's a really great thing. But as far as, you know, helping people, it is li- literally the greatest joy when I get a phone call and at at the closing table, if I'm not able to be there, or if I'm able to be there, they talk to me face to face and they say, you know, really. I I didn't think this was going to happen for us. I really appreciate you helping us get into this home. This is where we're going to make our memories. This is where our children are going to be raised or our grandchildren or whatever that is. And that is really the driving force is just our community that grows. They love their homes. They love where they are and their families flourish. And that is what drives me every day.
0: I yeah. love the the energy that's coming from you right now. I'm just finding myself really enchanted by you <laughs> and uh, uh, you're just doing great. How about you, Conrad? Big, big act to follow there. <laughs> well, I, I know, it's tough.
1: Um, so, you know, in terms of Flat Branch, you know, Carol mentioned it earlier. So, you know, we've got lines straight to the top. So whether it's Jim, who's the founder, or Karen, our CEO, or our president, Jamie, anytime, if we have a question or a concern in our market, we can go straight to them. And so it's, it's really refreshing to be able to have that connection with the, the folks that are making the actual decisions. And if it's something they agree with us on, they make a quick change. Mm. they like, we can, we can really move that boat fast. You know, in terms of, you know, our clients, I think, you know, when you're, you're talking about going to closings and getting that thank you. The last one I remember I got uh, was from one of our doctor clients. And, um, he, he made a comment, he did a review for us and, and he said, thank you for putting the human back into mortgage lending. I, love I thought, that. That's really nice. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what it's supposed to be. You know, the, anytime he called or he text, we, we were there. We don't wait a certain time period before we call back. I'm an immediate gratification type person. So if someone texts me, I have to text them back. If they call me, I have to call them back. Yeah. I don't <laughs> sleep well. I'm the same unless- way.
0: I, you know, yeah, so I can't have unintended notifications on my phone. It right. just—I feel like a bad friend. Right. You know right. what I mean? It right. just doesn't seem right. So let's bring this conversation full circle before we close it up. Because I remember one of the things that Carol said when when you when she was a closing agent for you or working with you that none of your uh, clients ever had questions about the paperwork. They all seem to understand it. Um, how does Flat Branch Home Loans educate and guide your clients to help answer those questions? perhaps before they get to the closing table. So, you know, a lot of times when
1: you're doing an application, you're, you're, you try to do the application as you're, as you're the underwriter. Like, what is the underwriter going to ask you? Mm-hmm. And then as you are answering these, and or I'm answering in my mind, I'm also explaining to the client, this is why, you know, these are our options. This is what this does. This is what that does. This is the reason why we need this. And I'm, I'm educating them why we're asking for certain materials or certain documents or maybe why I believe a program is better Uh, one over the other and we go over the details. Um, I feel like knowledge is power and the more they know, the more that they'll trust me so that if I come to them and say, Hey, we, we need, you know, something happened or whatnot and then change, change in the market or a change in this, that they'll actually believe that I'm actually working for their best interest. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can get them back to that, get them back on track and uh, get them to the closing table. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's, it's really just about educating and just being open and honest. That's um, incredible.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, Gosh, believe it or not, we're out of time. Uh, We've we've been talking a lot, hard and fast. We've got a lot of information out there. Before I let you guys go, uh, if we have listeners out there that are interested in learning more about the both of you or more about the services at Flat Branch Home Loans, how can they learn more about you?
1: Um, I mean, well, so they can always go to our website. If they're looking at getting pre-qualified, they can go to nwhomeloan.com. That's our website. You fill out an application. Um, as soon as it hits our inbox, again, either myself or Carol, one of us is going to be reaching out to them very quickly. Uh, phone numbers. I mean, I'll give them my cell phone. It's 479-387-4647. And mine um, is 479
2: 422 one five three
1: eight. You can call us anytime. Um, you know we work past five. We work on the weekends, <laughs> so we're here. I don't to know if that's them. anything to
0: brag about. But yeah. I think it would make people happy if right. they're looking to we, reach you. We get questions. Yeah, and absolutely. So,
1: and most of the time, people are buying houses or making decisions over the weekend, so we have to make yourself available. Yeah,
0: and, and I've I've learned that in these last few days, people who help others get in houses. No, no hours. Right. Like right. Because people have questions at all times of the day. Fantastic. Well, for uh, for Conrad and for Carol from Flat Branch Home Loans, this has been another episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. We're so happy that you joined us and we can't wait to talk to you next time. Have a great day, everybody.